All right, brothers, welcome to Initiation Night for our Podternity Beta Beta Tau. I know you're all stoked to be here. I know I am. Woo! Brother Ben, would you tell uh, the initiates why they're gathered here today? All right, I mean, first, first of all, brother, uh, surprisingly low turnout. I was expecting dozens, uh, dozens of potential people to join, but it appears there's just one dude. But that's cool. You're still gonna go through the paces, man. We're gonna put you through the ringer. You're gonna have to earn entry to our podternity. Yeah, that's right, brother Brian. Now this, we only have one pledge here, pledge woot. And here's what you have to do for your first step of hazing or pledging into this podternity. You must prank the Dean. Now, do you have any ideas of what you want to do? Okay, get this, bro. I make the Dean a bunch of cookies, right? Right. No, 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 that's terrible. Don't, that's not a prank. You gotta, you gotta, gotta put, put some kind of mean twist on it. And I lace them with arsenic. Whoa, bro. All right, no, no. What's, what? Okay, okay, okay. Hear me, hear me out, hear me out, hear me out. I go to the Dean's car, right? He rides a nice Mercedes Benz. Uh, I silly string it all up in there. Uh, not really intense enough for beta beta tau. Now I cut the brake line. Oh, mm. Mm, too far. A little too far, bro. A little too, far. Too intense. Okay, okay. How about how about this? How about this? I, he, you know, the Dean. He likes his coffee, right, bro? bro? He loves it. So I get him his first cup of Joe in the morning, right? But it's not coffee. It's ants. He's ah. a mouthful of ants. Ah, bro. Bro. That's no, bro. No, no go, bro. All right, well, what do we do then? <laughs> well, you know, uh, brother, listen here, brother. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to break into the dean's office, and we're going to record the wildest, most out-of-control po- podcast this school has ever seen. Welcome to yet another episode of Happy Cast with Ben and Brian. I am Brian, and you know the drill. I'm joined by this guy over here, Ben. How you doing, Ben? Benji, Benji, how you doing? I'm calling you Benji now. Is that cool? No, no. Uh, Grandpa used to call me Benjo. Or ben I like Benjo. Benjo sure. Cobb, uh, Benny, I've gotten by a few people. But but no, normally just Ben. I mean, Benjamin is my name, but I'll, I'll just go with Ben. Okay, fine. Out of respect, I'll I'll stick with Ben. That sounds like a good idea. I've gotten a few uh, bills before. I'm not a fan of that. Well, I, I called you Billithy in the last thing I sent you. Yeah, that's true. That's fine. I like that. That's you know, it's a change cool of pace. Name. I don't think there are very many Billithys in the world. Yeah, there's probably a handful. A smattering of Billithys. So, oh, hey, Ben, so what are we doing? We're wasting time here, man. We've got yet another fantastic guest lined up for this program. I can't believe it. We've been so incredibly lucky. Three shows in a row, three guests, each more fantastic than the last. This guy today, I mean, okay, I don't want to, you know what? I feel like I'm selling our, our earlier guests short. All three guests equally great. <laughs> 
I don't know, but what if they're all equally great and on a bad level? You mean on a scale well, of one to ten, what level are they? They're they're all nine point fives. How about oh, that? Oh, not ten. No, you know, there's always room for improvement, but in terms of podcast guests, these are all nine point fives. And this one is a nine point five one. Yes, sure. And his hosts were like, I don't know, like six point seventy five. I'm not yeah, sure. Somewhere around there. But let, let me introduce this dude. Hey, man, this guy we have on the show today, uh, really, really, really great guy, smart guy. We've known him for a long time. He was a big part of the Lost Unlocked community back in the day. If any of you cats remember that. Uh, this guy, if you ever need to be uh, just like emotionally moved to the verge of tears, this guy's done it on multiple occasions, uh, once in something he wrote for the final Lost Unlocked, that was great. And then also he had one of the, uh, I'm not going to you know pick favorites, he had one of the top, I mean, one of the top uh, wedding, wedding toast for the uh, podcast we made for your wedding, Ben. It was definitely, definitely one of the uh, standouts. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're we're truly truly honored to have this dude here on the podcast today, ladies and gentlemen. Put your hands together for the Wootenator. Wow, you guys are far too kind. <laughs> I, I will be meaner then. This is the worst listener we've ever had. <laughs> I don't know why he's on the nine point five one. I'm at negative nine point five one. <laughs> nine point one five. Ooh. Yeah, downgrade. <laughs> but thank you for those nice words. Uh, I don't know why, but I get very uh, touchy-feely when I write that kind of stuff, and it just kind of flows out, I guess. No, it's great stuff, too. Very, very effective. Uh, great great to have you here. How have you been doing? What's, uh, let's see. Um, last we heard from you in form of a podcast, let's say it was the Lost and Locked finale back in 2011. Hey, how, how have the last four years treated you? How's that? Uh, pretty good. Uh, you know, I, I, I have a college degree to my name, working on another one if I... You know, I got about a week to finish up the other one. We'll see. Should be working on it right now. Well, Brian, you oh. are forgetting one thing. What's that? Woot's travel segment. Oh, right, of course. Yeah, we had we did have a guest segment with you uh, maybe six weeks ago or so, but... That's even sooner than four years. Sure, but he was in character. Yeah. This is this is the authentic, real deal Wootenator. Uh, and Here's some behind I, the scenes on that one. I uh, I actually did try to do that in a character voice. I listened back to it and I just right clicked and de- delete. Oh. <laughs> just gone so forever. Terrible because I couldn't keep the character up. <laughs> See, that's something that we should do. <laughs> Oftentimes, there are character voices like, "Yeah, it's good enough. Let's go with it." <laughs> it works. Well, yeah. I do a lot yeah. Of... <laughs> oh, go ahead. No, no, you go ahead. Uh, well, I do a lot of public address stuff. Like I've announced baseball since I was twelve, so I, I got to the point where I was like, "Why am I even faking this voice?" I, I think I've. I think if I really use my diaphragm, I have a decent voice. So. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's uh, let us move forward. Uh, thank, thank, I feel I feel honored. I thanks for being here on the show instead of doing the uh, important final week of work to get your your uh, college degree. That's oh, you I kinda, didn't have to try we... hard. <laughs> <laughs> So let us move forward to uh, the happy hour portion of the show. It's happy hour again. Hey, it's right. Time for happy hour. It's the part of the show where we share with you, the listener, where we, the host, share with you, the listener, the thing that's making us happy for the week. Ben, go ahead. You know how it goes. Get this shindig started. No matter how many, epi- what has this, 40-something episodes now that it's been? 
Yes. And I still 47. Be prepared after you start announcing the happy hour and have my list up so I can pick one. Always. Well, you know, by the time we get to like 50, maybe maybe you'll have it together. Maybe you'll oh, know hopefully. by then. I always stall like I'm doing right now, but I do have it up now. Okay. All right. My happy hour this week. Uh, the color blue. Man, <laughs> blue's great. <laughs> now, red's so much cooler than blue. Red's I, I agree. Sure. Blue. Yeah. Okay. If we're if we're if we're picking sides on the classic red versus blue debate, which should be a fight court at some point, I find yeah, red. I agree with you one hundred percent. Well, that's, that's that's how all of our fight courts go. <laughs> Maybe that's why we've not done one since last time we've done one. <laughs> all right, uh, April Fools, though. It's your since uh, you know we're doing happy hour, right? It's the part of the show where you <laughs> share with the listener the things making you happy for the week. Yeah, well, this time it is April Fools Day. Okay. Which, okay. Which right. For the recording, it was yesterday, but from when you're listening to this, it was still like it was like Wednesday. But you guys probably know that because you have calendars and lives, so I don't know why I'm describing what April Fool's Day is. <laughs> how how time works. <laughs> <laughs> well, April Fool's Day, I like it. Um, it, it does have some things that make me sad. Like uh, Brian has recently tweeted, where you, a lot of people companies will tweet out things that you wish were real. And then are definitely not real, and this makes me sad. I like some of the silly stuff people can come up with, and I like trying to prank people who I can. Which recently, did, or last time, yesterday, I guess for me was only Megan, but I got her several times in a row, and it was fun. Uh, none of it was harmful, none of it was painful. It was uh, not malicious in any way. No, no, I almost you did, you're not you, Brian. Oh, wow. I don't think I've been pranked in quite a while, so that would have really caught me off guard. Well, I, I, I considered doing one, but then I thought it might be too mean. I was going to put, like, an Atlanta Craigslist ad for free puppies or something, or a free TV of some sort, and have it go to your number. But, like, I don't want a bunch of strangers calling you, so maybe I won't do that. <laughs> oh, yeah, that would have been pretty good, but, uh, oh, yeah. Like, I, <laughs> I thank you for not doing that. That would have really... Been quite quite the day for me talking to people trying to get free puppies. I don't know who. I don't know. I don't want to get into this. Let's not talk about Craigslist. <laughs> well, I did see. Uh, I think one variation of it online recently where someone said to they did they did that, but they said they'll only give the free puppies away to the person that does the best Chewbacca impression. <laughs> so people will just be calling up, doing their impression, and then hanging up again. <laughs> that's that's pretty good. <laughs> you'd be like, "How? Why is this happening?" But like, I don't want a bunch of strangers calling you. But for Megan, all right. So I had very little preparation for this, and I wanted to do just subtle things. So it involved entirely her iPhone. I went in to the accessibility options and just changed a whole bunch of stuff. I made it, or I they're under the shortcut section. I changed all of her to to other versions of the word to T W O T O O and T O. I changed her to her yours around, her its around. I even changed well, this one weird one, one I knew she would use early on with her parents. I changed love to lerve. <laughs> Where is that, is that just like the autocorrect to it changes everything in your phone, like yeah. your sister's typing? Yeah, pretty much. It would change all of that into into just that nonsense. It changes like friends of Bromigo, that kind I, of thing. Yeah, I could have done all that stuff too. I might have more on there that that I have put because every time she would discover one, she would have me delete it. But I kept the other ones on there, so she kept getting new things all the time. My favorite one was, uh, well, I, I did an easy one early on. I inverted her colors, which she already <laughs> knew you could do. I did that one so that way she wouldn't question that her phone was moved slightly and unplugged from the charger because I couldn't reach that after I put it back. Uh, I changed the time to an hour earlier. 
I think. So that way her alarm would go off an hour earlier. And the date was actually set for Christmas. Just basic stuff first. And then I had the autocorrect stuff that she slowly discovered throughout the day. She would post stuff on Instagram and it kept autocorrecting the wrong two or the wrong there. Um, my favorite one was when she went in the shower, I went and added something else to it. Where I made it, uh, I think under the hearing options, you can make it where... Um, like the the light will flash on the front whenever you get a notification. So we we're just sitting there playing Borderlands, and it went flash, flash, flash three times in a row. And she's like, "What?" She thought, thought our, she thought the phone was haunted for a second. I think. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. It, that was my favorite one of all of those. I did a bunch of stuff like that to her all day. That's really all I did. That's, that sounds fun. You know, those are good, good-natured, light-hearted pranks. It's nothing, nothing as cruel as that article I saw that was like, like, oh, Lost Revival miniseries coming next year. It's like, yeah, right. Okay, guys, that's real. That's funny. That's, uh, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna go up here. I'm not crying. I'm fine. I'm fine. (laughs) It was unbelievable, too, with like Lindelof not coming back because he's like busy or sad. (laughs) Like he he couldn't deal with it. He's like, I don't want to, I don't want to go back to that part of my life. Actually, that's the Lost Revival series I want to make, which is about, like, uh, uh, Carlton Cuse trying to, like, convince Damon Lindelof to come back. It's like, no, Damon, the show's not done with you yet. You have to go back. <laughs> yeah, but, but uh, that's it. Did you do prank anybody, either of you? I did not prank anyone. I uh, I rickrolled somebody, but that's because I live in 2008. So <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's pretty good. Speaking of, of of Rick Astley, he came out with like a new single, the first one in 17 what? years, and it's actually pretty good. <laughs> was it on April Fool's Day? <laughs> uh, I think it's either then or it was today. I'm not sure when it was, but I, I saw it today online. I'm like, oh wow, this is pretty decent. Is wow. it a sequel to? never gonna give you up <laughs> no, it is, a sequel song it, it's not a sequel song it's called like lights out or something it's like it sounds not like an 80s song so i guess he's also evolved in his music and he's looking pretty good for a 49 year old good, good to know yeah, i was really good. i was really worried about how uh, old rick astley was doing yeah, check it out <laughs> I, I didn't know how he was taking taking uh becoming a punchline but i'm glad he seems to be doing all right that's cool yeah. he probably got some money out of somewhere in there Oh, and that video has like, oh, I think, like nine-digit views now. I think it's at like three hundred million on YouTube. So he's got to be getting a little bit of kickback from that from Vivo. <laughs> yeah, hopefully. <laughs> I'm sure he is. Oh, no wonder he can be able to make a new song. Yeah. Well, I, you know, actually, that does remind me. I did get Rickrolled myself, but it was through through Facebook. I don't know. Maybe I don't know if you guys might have saw this as well, but uh, it was the Stephen King Facebook page where he posted a thing like Stephen King to write episode of The Walking Dead, and then you click it and you just get rickrolled. It's like, all right, <laughs> good good job, Stephen King. You got me. That's pretty believable too. Yeah, sure. <laughs> it seems like a thing he would do. But that was another one of those things where I was like, that was another one of the things where I was like, well, that would have been cool, but I got rickrolled, so that's fine. Oh. Maybe that was his version of expressing interest in it, and now the people will be like, "Yeah, let's let's get him to write an episode." Sure. Yeah, let's get Stephen King. Who doesn't want Stephen King to write on their show? Yeah, they should have got him for Lost. And then you get to the end, and all the characters are dead. Like Stephen King, you know, we have to do like eight more episodes this season. It's like, no, they're dead. They're all dead. Deal with it. <laughs> oh. All right, all right, that's so... pretty much it for mine. Uh, okay, so I assume it's time for yours, Brian. Oh, am I going next? Okay, well, is sure. Is that how we usually do it? Is it like me, you, guest? We, okay. Yeah, I guess that's how it is. 
<laughs> you think we would know by now. I think with Fizzbiz, we actually did you guessed me, but... Oh, yeah. Okay, I will go. Sure, I will go right now, Ben. Uh, my uh, my uh, happy hour pick this week is a motion picture uh, coming out uh, this day that we're yeah. recording. It's called Furious 7. Although I will second this. Uh, okay, it's not Furious 7, although I'm going to see it tomorrow. I'm pretty stoked. Um, you know, we'll, we'll talk about our weird fascination with this franchise probably next week when we actually see the movie. Yes, this fascination. <laughs> I see what you did there. <laughs> <laughs> but my, my happy hour uh, pick is something that has, goes back several years. It's just the ridiculous naming convention of these movies. I, it gives me endless delight that it started with The Fast and the Furious, and the sequel is Too Fast, Too Furious. And people are like, oh, that's pretty dumb. And it, it, it prompted people like, what's, what's next? Three Fast, Three Furious? I, I made this joke. Everybody made this joke. Little did we know back in 2003 or whatever that it was going to get way more crazy than that. <laughs> when you get to the fourth one, they just call it Fast and Furious again. So it was Fast and Furious. Wait, that was three? Uh, that was four. Oh, okay. Yeah, sorry. I, thought, I don't think you said three was yet. Yeah, I skipped Tokyo Drift. Fast and Furious, colon, Tokyo Drift. Yeah, like people just call it Tokyo Drift now. And then you get Fast Five, which I, I, I think I was like, I started watching it not knowing it was even a Fast and Furious movie. That's how weird the naming is. Like, that, sure, that sounds like a heist movie or something. <laughs> it's good. And and we're finally up to Furious 7. But just the, I don't, I don't know how these things happen or where you go from here. What's, what's after Furious 7? Is it faster than Furious or... I, uh, who knows? Was was six Furious Six or Fast Six? Okay, well, uh, here here's here's the interesting thing. Uh, the director Justin Lin wanted to call it Furious Six, but the studio decided like, well, I think you know it'd be better marketing wise if we call it Fast and Furious Six. But when you watch the film, the title card still says Furious Six, so it's <laughs> that's just another layer of insanity to this whole thing. That is some mad knowledge. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I don't know. I'm, I feel bad about knowing so much about this, but it, 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 like this franchise is only rivaled by the Rambo series in terms of convoluted naming, where where the first Rambo movie is just First Blood, and then how do you follow that up with Rambo First Blood Part Two, <laughs> and then Rambo Three? Yeah, yeah, then Rambo Three. There's no Rambo Two. It's, it's just First Blood, Rambo First Blood 2, Rambo 3, and then the fourth one is just called Rambo. Then they finally get back to like, okay, this one's Rambo. Well, why wasn't the second one called like Second Blood? There already is First Blood. There can't be another First Blood. But this is just part two of First Blood. I, don't, you have, I, I know you haven't seen First Blood, Ben. You should check it out. It's pretty good. <laughs> right, but is... <laughs> Sorry, uh, you continue real fast. Uh, uh, part two just deals with the aftermath of first blood so it's a continuation all right well all right the friday the 13th series has weird naming titles too because like, you, you have like uh what friday the 13th i think it's friday the 13th part two part oh yeah part two and then the third one friday the 13th part three but this time three is in roman numerals instead of an in like a uh, you know a numeral number two and then the fourth one is the final chapter five a new beginning oh it's back <laughs> And then they stick with Roman numerals. Uh, yeah, because five didn't even have a number. It's just called Friday the 13th, A New Beginning. Six, the numbers are back, but Roman numerals. Jason lives. Seven, New Blood. Eight, Jason takes Manhattan, which he does not for almost an hour to the movie. 
<laughs> nine is the final Friday, and then there's another one, ten, just called Jason X, not even Friday the Thirteenth. Oh yeah, and that's one in space. And then of course you get to uh, Friday the Thirteenth after next, and that one's on Christmas. It's a uh... whole mess. Again, impressive knowledge of the Friday the Thirteenth series. <laughs> I I am a fan. He's my, of the Freddy vs. Jason. I like the Jason. Well, I think uh, J- Freddy might also have one that has final in it somewhere, like the final Friday, and then there's another one or something. No, that's that's, that's Friday. Whoops. <laughs> I think Nightmare, like maybe the final Nightmare. I don't remember how his go. That's Megan's thing. She's a Freddy. I'm a Jason. Oh, see, that's why you guys get along so well. Every Match relationship has a Freddy and a Jason. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's true. But neither of us are Michael necessarily, but we don't I mean, we don't hate him. It's just we're not as big for him as we are Freddy and Jason. All right. Well, oh, I'm glad we could uh, just share our, our nerdy knowledge of how weird movie titles work. Oh, hey, uh, let me drop one more, one last thing. Guys, Stallone's working on another Rambo movie. This one, Rambo Last Blood. It's going to be. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, no, that's actually what they're calling it. Oh, I thought that was April Fool's. <laughs> no, no, he's been talking about it on Twitter for months. I, when I read that, I, I fist pumped. I'm like, oh, of course, yes, Last Blood. Let's do this. <laughs> He's like, yeah, I, 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 I follow him to my phone. He's like, uh, next I'm filming Apollo Creed movie in in Detroit. Then uh, Last Blood. I'm like, yeah, all right, cool. I, I, I this this Apollo Creed. Uh, have you guys heard about Creed? No. Oh, Creed. Uh, it, it's another Rocky movie, but uh, this time Rocky is in like the the Mickey role. He's like the he's like the trainer, and he's training Apollo Creed's grandson. <laughs> oh. I want to see a movie about the robot from Rocky Four. Just the robot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that robot from Rocky Four. It, it, it's so rare when you get to like the fourth chapter in a movie for something to be so tone breaking. It's like, yeah, they got a, they got a robot. It's a huge part of the story because now Rocky's rich. <laughs> oh man, I really like Rocky Four. I haven't seen any of the Rockies, but I feel like I need to now. That I know there's a robot. Oh man, I would like to watch it with you, just just uh, just to see you waiting on the robot. Like, okay, all right, Rocky's fighting Hulk Hogan, but eventually there's gonna be a robot, right? Hulk Hogan. <laughs> yeah, Hulk Hogan's in Rocky Three. <laughs> no idea. And Mister T. So it- yeah, Mr. T, Whoa, yeah. Oh, I'd need to watch these. No, yeah, watch them all except five. Five is garbage. Yeah, you can do, skip do not five. do that. The first two are some of the best, like, like, well-regarded cinema around. Ooh. Yeah, they're legitimately out, good. Right? I, movie theater. I think I've seen parts no, of it then. No, no, five came out in, like, 92. Oh, you're thinking, six? you're thinking about, you're thinking about Rocky Balboa. Oh, I, I thought that one was five for some reason. No, no. Yeah, they dropped the numbers for Rocky Balboa. Although I guess five is kind of worthwhile because it makes the redemption of Rocky Balboa even sweeter. It's like, oh, okay, you can actually make another good one of these. That's great. Oh, <laughs> I can sweat from my brow. Yeah, I don't know. I could I could go on a twenty minute rant about uh, the things I love about Rocky Balboa, but I will I will hold back because we have a guest here, guys. <clears throat> <laughs> so, uh, Nader, what's your happy hour pick? Well, I, I wrote down a couple of suggestions. It was my first time doing happy hour. So the first thing that came to my mind was baseball season's coming. I love baseball, but I know that's not too popular around uh, around these parts. <laughs> my next suggestion was, well, I'm going to do my best Portal 2 uh, impression here, but space. 
Uh, I really I got into Cosmos again like a month ago, and I've been really like into what NASA is doing. But no, mine. Oh, I wrote down ice cream sandwiches too. Why did oh, I write down ice cream sandwiches? That is a good one. I'm gonna save that for the next time I come on. You will. But my happy hours, I think, something everybody here will enjoy: the music to the uh, Legend of Zelda games. That's a good one too. <laughs> I. And this is coming from someone who has only played two of them. I just, I, yes, I have only played the original and Link to the Past. Oh, those are those are good ones too, though. Link to the Past yes. is my favorite, I think. But I, I love the music so much that I, I honestly, I know what happens in the rest of the games. <laughs> like I've, I've watched people play Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask, and I don't know. I can just, I can work to this music for, uh, I think, almost a year on. Uh, I've been on a year binge now of listening to this while I've been working or like cleaning around the house. It's just, it's just so good. It, it comes in peaks and valleys, you know, it's really high energy stuff like the overworld theme. And then it goes really soft and mellow with Kakariko village. And I don't know. It's just awesome. Uh, is it like you listen to the soundtracks from all the games or like one specifically? Uh, the, probably the one I listen to the most is the Ocarina of Time one, but there's uh, there's a YouTube video where they have like the Legend of Zelda orchestra where they do the best themes from each game, but it's like in orchestral form. Yeah, I was going to ask you if you've ever listened to the 25th anniversary orchestra CD because I got yeah, that. that is, yeah, that is the one that's on YouTube that I think I've probably, I'm probably about like 1% of all the YouTube views on it. <laughs> It is so good. Uh, I don't know. It's just good. And then there are a lot of good remixes also on the Smash Bros. games. Yeah, their their version of uh, Hyrule Field is really good. Uh, I love that music. I think one of my favorites is probably Link to the Past Dark World. Yes, when the when the orchestra version goes into the Dark World, like I have to stop because it's just like so fist clenchingly awesome. Yeah, I'm like, oh yeah, here it goes. <laughs> Get to the good music. But yes, I, if you see me walking around my office, I'm continuously just whistling the Overworld theme or the Dark World theme or Kokiri Forest or something. Whatever is just popping into my head, it's, it's, it's something to do with Zelda. Even though, by most standards, I'm not really a Zelda fanboy because I've only played two <laughs> games. Oh, at least you've seen Ocarina and Majora's Mask. Those are yeah, cool. and I really want to. I really want to play those. I'm going to hopefully borrow somebody's 64 here soon so I can finally. I don't know, have a childhood? Yeah. <laughs> or uh, steal a 3DS from someone. You can play them both uh, in there now, too. Oh, yeah. I knew Majora's Mask was on there, but I didn't know Ocarina of Time was. Yeah, Ocarina was made for the, I think, regular 3DS. Or regular DS? No, regular 3DS. But you can still play them on all the versions of it. And Wind yeah. Waker. Wind Waker is also a really good one. Yeah, I, I love the music to that, too. It's oh, sells so good. Yes. Now I'm excited. I, I, I want to listen to music and eat ice cream sandwiches because of you. <laughs> yeah, well, I guess I'll have a, a, a dual happy hour because ice cream sandwiches are amazing. Oh, I, mean, I, I, put, I put it on there because when I was writing these down, I had had an ice cream sandwich and it popped into my head, hey, you should go get another ice cream sandwich. <laughs> and, and I told myself, yeah, you're dang right you're going to get another ice cream sandwich right now. <laughs> oh, I, oh, that's going to be my new podcasting food, I think. <laughs> Uh, great, fantastic Happy Hour Pig Wootinator. Some of the finest music and video games, no doubt. I, myself, am not a Super Zelda fan. I've completed three of the games, but I think <laughs> anybody can appreciate the game. <laughs> Still more than me, but it's okay. What have you played? That's you played true. Ocarina, Majora? And uh, Link Between Worlds. Oh, that's a good one, too. I like that one a lot. It was a good follow-up to Link to the Past. 
No, I've never I recommend that one, that one uh, to you, Woot. If you ever steal a 3DS from someone, play Link Between Worlds if you like Link to the Past. Yeah, I saw that. I thought for a second it was just like an HD remake of Link to the Past. But That's what I thought it was going to be. It's like the same kind of, or the same basic maps, but they change up a lot of each one. I'd go to a screen like, oh, this is really familiar, but so different that it's cool. Yeah, it's a weird pseudo-sequel, kind of. Huh. Yeah, I think it actually is supposed to be like a direct sequel. Because I think some of the same characters exist. And I don't know. It's, it's just the best. And even if you n- never played Link to the Past, uh, like me, you can still enjoy it because it's a fine game. Yeah, you just get extra nostalgia if you have. Mm-hmm. That really is. I think that's my favorite uh, top-down Zelda. My favorite 3D one is probably Ocarina, but Majora is a really, really close second. Yep, very, very good. So with that behind us, let's head to Bummer Patrol. But first, a word from this week's sponsor. Yo, welcome to Bro Bros Book Club! Tune in weekly to see our bros talk about these kind of titles, like Heart of Darkness. Bro, I totally think the black and white imagery is about slavery and the betterness of one race over the other, even though it's totally untrue. Or As I Lay Dying. Hey, hey, dude, dude, listen here. It's a complex novel with messages at many levels. A few readers may miss the references to Moses in his search for the promised land, but uh, it's there. You just have to look for it, man. Uh, The language is occasionally obtuse, but uh, it's well worth the read. Or my personal favorite, Slaughterhouse-Five, bro. Billy Pilgrim gets unstuck in time, finds out that time just exists. It it does. It's not linear, so it goes, bro. So it goes. That's Broper's Book Club. Be sure to tune in every week to hear your bros talk about your favorite books. pretty worked up about this Rocky Balboa thing. I just want to talk about that now. <laughs> ah, no, no, I'm, I'm pretty... I'm feeling down in the dumps because it's time for Bummer Patrol, which is the part of the show where we talk about the thing. It's, you know, it's the, it's the dark side of the happy cast, happy hour thing. You know, what's 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 making you uh, sad this week, man? Go ahead. Obviously, Bummer Patrol is like the dark world to the, the, to the happy cast light world, or happy hour light world. I sure, see what yeah. you did there. Yeah. Yep. Well, my Bubba Patrol this week is ants. Not with a like, you. Oh, I was going to say, like, like you don't like your uncle's wives? Is that what you're saying? Like, no. you're... Okay. The, the one aunt who I uh, talk to frequently, she, she's a good person. She's nice. She's cool. Okay, no. cool. Yeah. Uh, but good no. damage control. Does she listen to the podcast? <laughs> is that what you're doing? I, I don't think so, <laughs> but she is my mom's, my favorite mom's sister-in-law. Oh, wow. Your favorite mom? Yeah, of the one I have, she is my. Favorite. <laughs> <laughs> I also think she's my mom's favorite sister-in-law. So, well, I, there was another one, but that's a long story. But no, ants without a U. That's that's the one that I don't like. Uh, we don't really have them right now. I, I was just thinking back about them and how I hated having them when I was younger. Well, it's like a disease. No, I hated having them around. Uh, <clears throat> the, 
they get all up in your stuff and ruin your stuff and they crawl everywhere. They, they look creepy. You see the line of ants on the floor. But what I don't like the most is how they've messed me up when I drink cans of something. Mm. All because I was a kid one time and I drank from this can that was sitting next to me and I looked down at it and there were like two or three ants on the top and the outside. And I was like, oh no, Ugh. oh, I probably drank some ants. So ever since, whenever I drink a can of anything, I have to like carefully inspect all around it, inside of it, on top of it. Okay, no ants. I can drink this. I put it down. Five seconds later, if I want another sip, I have to inspect it again because I'm so terrified of drinking ants now. That's, you know, that's fine. That's I thought that was going to be a lot worse. I could I could share with you a horrifying ant Anticdote. Anticdote. Anticdote? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell that story. <sighs> I'm so ashamed. Uh, it, it's pretty much the same thing, except I had a, um, I had a, a soft drink cup with a straw and a lid, like oh, from a yeah. like a convenience store, and like I, I get home late from from work or you know, whatever whatever I stuff I wasted my time doing when I was like, I don't know, 21. Who knows? I. Yeah, cow. I'm out cow tipping all night. And I get home with my, my soft drink, and I sit it on the uh, on the nightstand by my bed, and I go to sleep, and I wake up at like 4 a.m. I'm feeling like my my mouth is dry. It's like I just need a sip of this drink. And I reach over in the dark, and grab it, and just take take like I I I I I like oh yeah, let's get some of this mellow yellow or whatever garbage I'm drinking, and I go to to take a sip from the straw. And I just got a mouthful of ants. Like, ants had infested the straw. And I get up, like, oh, God, I could run to the bathroom. I'm spitting ants out. It's, uh, it's like something out of, like, a horror film. Yeah, spitting hot ants. Yeah, spitting hot ants, man. Oh, hot it was a bad ants. scene. Oh, oh, yeah, spitting fire. This is almost as bad as Chris's maggot story. It might be worse because this happened to you. Yeah, no, no the maggot story is pretty Chris's bad. Chris's maggot story is pretty... <laughs> Awful. <laughs> I had to hear it three times. Once when he said it, once when I was editing, and then once when Megan would listen to it. And I was like, oh, each time I did not want to hear it anymore. It's pretty bad. It's pretty. I, I, I maybe I did a, a bad job of explaining the segment to him. It's like, yeah, it's kind of weird stuff. Oh no, this is truly upsetting. Like funny, weird, not disgusting, weird stories. It was. It was interesting though. I'll give him yeah, credit. That kept, for that. that kept me up for a while. Yeah. I was, just, I was trying to go to sleep and. I was up for a while. Maybe that's where my fear of ant cans came from, or came back from. <laughs> thinking of that, I don't know, because I I'm glad we're out of canned drinks now. <laughs> I, I try to drink exclusively from bottles with caps on them. One because of that, and two because I'm very good at spilling liquids. Mm. So I need I need a sippy cup, an adult sippy cup. What would those, that right? look like? What would an adult sippy cup look like? Uh, well, Megan has one. It's not really a sippy cup. But it's this nice, big cup that it's that uh, uh, has like a really cool like I can't think of it. It's like a squishy straw that has a really good flow. But you can like push a little thing closed so stuff won't come out of the straw, and it keeps things cold. It's not a thermos, but it keeps things cold. I don't know. It, it looks really cool. I don't know how to describe it other than adult sippy cup. Really, is it like it's like a it's like a sports bottle? What? Uh... It's, it's kind of like a sports bottle, except hers is all flowery. So I mean, I don't know if it's made for sports. I guess sports can be flowery. I'm not the sports expert here. Hmm. Yes. Yeah, oh, are you talking to me? Sorry. Sorry. Oh, well, I was referring to you more than talking. Oh. <laughs> yeah, just ants in general. Uh, I think we did see one the other day, one or two on our table on the puzzle, but we don't know how they got there, and there are no ants anywhere else in the apartment, and we haven't seen any since then. Hmm. So I'm, I think maybe that's what brought back the ant fear. I don't know. I'm just always just terrified of drinking ants. 
now I'm more so because of your story. So thank you, Brian. <laughs> no, no. I mean, it's a cautionary tale. Just be very careful. It sounds like you already are. If you're checking drinks before you take a sip, but just you know, uh, maybe double down on your ant fears. What I'm saying. <laughs> I've done it with uh, food before too. If I'm eating like a bag of chips, I'll take a chip out and carefully inspect the chip. Okay, free from ants. I'll eat the chip now. And then wow. Continues, chip after chip. It, well, it's only if there's been a recent ant sighting. I have to inspect my individual chips, but most of the time I'm fine. Hmm. I thought I was bad. I was the same way with uh, drinks that had a straw in them. Just like with Brian, I had an incident when I was three or four where a bee oh, got no. into my mouth. Oh. <laughs> I don't I don't remember anything else. I don't know if it stung me or how it got out, but I know for a while I was very scared of straws. memory. <laughs> yeah. I remember it very vividly. It was a McDonald's cup. Oh. And, yep. After that, just nothing. I've seen one crawl out of a can before. I think it was a wasp. And I was like, okay, no, nope, nope. (laughs) Nope. I know while camping, one time there were some wasps near us. So I think to kill them, we left a half-open bottle of Sprite. And then inside of there, put a bunch of bug killer. So they would all go inside and then die. So we ended up having, like, we'd wake up in the morning, or a few hours into the morning, and find, like, a, a Sprite bottle full of dead wasps. It was bad. That just seems irresponsible. What if someone walked by thinking that was Sprite? You just killed them. Oh, yeah. That's true. I think there were a couple that were dead in advance. So they'd at least be like, oh, no, look at all this dead I I think I'll pour it out and then drink it. Way to cover your tracks. Good good work. We tried. All right, well, I guess that's really it for me, Ants. And Brian, is yours that Ant story or do you have a separate one? No, no, no. I, I, you know, the ant story. That's a, that's a happy hour. I really enjoyed. <laughs> I was gonna say you wasted a good danger zone. Just, just the sensation of having all those ants crawling around. Oh, it, it wasn't upsetting at all. Is that how you get ants? <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh yeah, uh, Bummer Patrol. Hey man, Bummer Patrol. I was at the theater the other day, as I am want to do occasionally. Once uh, a week. Once a week or so. Well, I'm going twice this week. You know, go on, go on like a weekday, a weekday morning. Like I've got the morning off. You go to the weekday, weekday morning. You're the only one there, like literally the only one in the theater. It's like a private screening, and nice. uh, and then you have the uh, the the usher with like a little flashlight who has to walk in like every thirty minutes to do like a head count to make sure kids aren't stealing movies. <laughs> and I'm I'm the only one there, so I always make direct eye contact with them. Like, yeah, I'm the guy. It's me. <laughs> I never got a flashlight. I'm sad. I had to go in in the dark and try to count everyone's heads blindly. Dude, the flashlight would have helped. Yeah, well, I usually would have to, like, if it's a dark part of a movie, I'd have to wait until a light part of the movie. Or it'd, like, be flashing light sometimes. I'd have to just try to count in between the flashes. Would you Would you just, like, mark down the, the numbers, like, well, there's supposed to be 53? Yeah, 53. That's good. Yeah, we tried to, yeah, see how close we could get. It was always hard to count, because, like, some kids are allowed in, you know, for cheaper... Or just, there are always just different reasons, or some someone got like a, a rain check, so that wasn't going to be on the on the official tally. Well, um, how how does a rain check work at a movie theater? If you don't mind me asking. Well, I know a lot of doctors and firefighters and people like that. They often will have to leave movies early, and all they have to do is like contact the manager, like either on the way out or talk to uh, an employee on their way out, or just something something like that, and they'll get a rain check for the same movie to come back in. Or if huh. there's some kind of like uh, problem with the movie, like it, like I don't know, like the projector died or something. 
then they would get a rain check. I think it's like written down. The the manager writes it down on some paper or something, and then come back for the same movie at another time. Huh, it's interesting. What if um? See, I I don't have this insider knowledge. I never worked at a theater. Seems like a real missed opportunity. Should have done that. At no, some it's point. not fun. Well, you know, just to have the experience, though. It seems like a pretty universal, like, terrible teenage job. <laughs> uh, now, if, if if somebody, like, complained about a movie, like, that movie, ah, oh, man, that was the worst film I've ever seen. Do they, you give a ref, do they get, did, ah, bleh, sorry, no. tongue tangle. There's no refund? No refund at all? No. All sales are final? Yeah, that's not how stuff usually works. I mean, it does with some, like, I don't like my food, take it back. You only do that if your food was actually messed up in some way. If you just didn't like the food, you don't usually get a refund. Not even for Twilight? No. No, no most people who went to that movie liked it. Dang. <laughs> no, they, they don't if... give refunds if you didn't like it because you could have tried to go into it informed, and you did not. You chose to just go in. Oh. You, can go into any, you can go into, like, The Avengers and say, that movie was terrible. I hated it. I sat through the whole movie and watched it. If you leave, like... I think somewhere in the first 30 minutes and didn't like it, usually you can then at least get a rain check for a different movie. But okay. not if you did watch no, most no. of it. No, I'm talking about walking out of a film. I'm not... No, no, no. Well, I asked not... pretty early into it. Okay. It, would it be like when I saw Zero Dark Thirty and then after 15 minutes, I'm like, I can't deal with this. It's too much. I'm walking out. Yeah, may- maybe. That's a, <laughs> like this might be like a maybe. This is too intense. I don't know why I can't handle this, but I can't. Yeah, I remember what the cutoff is because that was mostly the manager thing. But I would see it, and it has to be pretty early on in the movie. Okay, I did walk out or Jupiter Ascending. I also walked out of that. Yeah, well, you watched a lot of that one though, I think. I did, like most of it. It's garbage. You would have um, for that. You saw most of it. You 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 saw it. You had it. Okay, I also didn't pay to go to that film, so that works. Oh yeah. <laughs> I got I got it for free. Um, the uh, the Zero Dark Thirty thing was weird. I just I left and then I caught the end of Django Unchained because that was a less violent and more acceptable film. In my <laughs> Is that okay? Yeah, that's a better movie. Probably. A worthy choice. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, so what yep. was your Bumper Patrol? Oh yeah. Hey guys, my my Bumper Patrol. <clears throat> I was at the movies and before the film starts, you get the trailers and the trailers, man, they're terrible. They they're just they, they you get everything, man. You watch the trailer, you know the plot turn, you know the story arc, the structure, you get all the best moments. Trailers are terrible. They're overselling these films, man. That's my Bummer Patrol trailers. Not like all trailers. Uh, most trailers. Like, things are over-marketed. Like, the Avengers 2, I've seen three trailers. I'm like, yeah, I get it. It's, the, it's another Avengers movie. You don't have to show me everything. I got it. I'll be there. Day one. All right. See, I, uh, if I'm hyped for something, I will usually just want to watch just the first trailer for it. So I'm like, yeah, this is reinforcing my beliefs in this movie I'm already hyped for. That's how it was for the Avengers. I've never seen one beyond the the initial trailer. See, excited. I wouldn't, I would never, I would never seek out trailers, but I go to a lot of movies, and I'm like, oh, here, that's oh, another Avengers trailer. That's cool. All right. Have you heard about the Star Wars trailer coming up? No, no, I don't another think I want to see it. I've only seen that one teaser one, but the the first like wide release of the next Star Wars trailer is going to be, I think, in front of the Avengers two. Oh, huh. And that's the last trailer for Star Wars I want to see. I guess I'll see that, but I, in a perfect world, I just would know almost nothing about that Star Wars going into it. It's like, oh, it's another Star Wars. But I know that's an idealistic, impossible dream that I have. Well, especially if you see movies as often as you do. Yeah, I know. I mean, I should get there later, but I like to get in early and get the best seat in the house. It's yeah. a catch-22. Oh, yeah. I, 
whenever people want to go to movies with me because of my like year at a movie theater, I always do like the peak times to actually go there, and then like how early you should show up depending on what showing you're going to. Mm-hmm, so you mm-hmm. have time for the lines if you want like food also to get the best seat. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. My, my um, I, although like a trailer done well is is a work of art. Like it could really, you know, I, I don't know about every movie, just big franchise stuff. It's like, yeah, okay. I'm going to see, Oh, you're making another Mad Max. Yeah. I'll be there. Furious seven. Sure. Day one. But, uh, like the original trailer for the matrix is a thing of beauty, man. I'll have to see if I can find it online because it tells you almost nothing about the movie. It's a bunch of people like, what is the matrix? Like, I don't know. Tell, what are you talking about? And then it cuts to Lawrence Fishburne. He's like, one cannot be told what the matrix is. Oh, oh, this is... <laughs> oh. so, uh, yeah. Trailers. They're terrible. Wootenator. What is your bummer patrol? Oh well, I had a I had a tough time trying to come up with something that made me that bummed out. So I thought, what is literally the biggest bummer in the universe? And there's only one answer, and it's literally the second law of thermodynamics: entropy. <laughs> Everything <laughs> dies. Oh. That's that's my bummer patrol. <laughs> that is pretty bum. <laughs> now I'm it's pretty... sad to continue. For, I, I guess for for those of you that may not be. Uh, as well versed in Newtonian physics as I trust me, I'm not. I'm not that smart, but I can, I know how to string together the set, the phrase Newtonian physics. The second law of third thermodynamics states that, uh, in in layman's terms, once energy has been spent, you can't get that energy back. It's just kind of logic. Things are alive and then they die. They use their energy, and that's that's it. That's the second law of thermodynamics. Life sucks. Now I'm sad. <laughs> <sighs> Yeah. Bummer Patrol over forever. I win. Oh, you did. That's it. Yeah. yeah. There's no. There's no. There's no coming back from this, man. Like next week, I'm like, like, uh, I don't like it when I go to the movies. My popcorn's too hot. It's like, People like everything's dying. <laughs> oh, I need ice I th- sandwiches I think, now. Uh, thank you for joining us on the last Happy Cast ever. <laughs> We've reached our finale. Woot one. That, yeah. that, that one. Wasn't my intended goal. But. Oh, I've had a few that I've been keeping, like to to try to beat Brian ever stuff like the Holocaust. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, but no, you already beat it. That, that, no, that one's worse than entropy. You well, still I don't got. Know. <laughs> I don't know. Entropy is everything dying. Holocaust is a lot of people dying, but not everybody. So I guess you still win. <laughs> <laughs> well, I thought this would be a cute joke, but I guess it. <laughs> Now, now that I actually say it on the air, I'm like, man, it really does suck. <laughs> we'll just cancel all bumper trolls for the future and go straight from happy hour to third segment. Here were the rest of my list, so I'll make myself seem more human. Okay. Fly, flying, I hate flying. I don't like it. Like Superman or in a planes? Oh man, I wish I could fly like Superman. Although I bet that would really that would not be fun. It'd like, be terrifying. You, you you have no windshield, so you're just running into a bunch of bugs and birds and maybe bird poop. Maybe like you can like swerve around him, but they swerve around maybe, you. Maybe he has like a, a force field. Yeah, like an air like you know, just I don't know. Yeah, an air force field. Superman's the worst. He can do everything. Okay. He is. <laughs> I don't want to get into who would win in a foot race, the Flash versus Super. I think lost. Already, uh, they already established that one. I think I've read somewhere that it is the Flash has been proven in the comics to be faster than Superman. He has to be. He has to. He has to be better than Superman. Well, I've heard he can like vibrate one thing or something. Like like Nightcrawler. 
oh, can he do that? Well, he, 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 that's how he passes through solids is he just vibrates and breaks up all his molecules and then reassembles them on another side of a wall or something. I think the Flash can do that too, but I'm not sure. But he just does it really, really, really fast. Yeah, he's super fast at it. I th- yeah, I think he has gone back in time with his speed power. Oh, well, yeah, flying. I don't, I don't like flying in planes. It hurts. Uh, bugs. I mean, you guys already covered that, though. But, oh, yeah, yeah you, you guys already covered that, but I don't have, like, ants or anything. I just get, like, these really weird roly-polies in my apartment, and I've been having a war with them for, like, two years. <laughs> uh, wired headphones. I hate them. Like, when I'm, work, like, running or, like, working, and I, like, yank them out of my ear, it hurts. Oh, yeah. And nostalgia. Nostalgia's the worst. What? Wow. <laughs> oh, well, it's okay to be nostalgic for things that are worthy of being nostalgic for. Okay. That's fair. But, like, I don't, I don't ever need to see Nickelodeon Jr. ever again because I was seven when it was good. <laughs> oh, yeah. Eureka's <laughs> Castle. I remember watching that. Yeah, this sounds vaguely familiar to me, but I think I've, I've allowed my, my brain to memorize more important things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Probably. Yeah, I barely remember Eureka's Castle. It took me a long time to even remember the name of it a few years ago. I just remember, like, there's a dragon and there was this cartoon castle and some girl. I don't remember, but I watched it in Weird kindergarten, puppets. I think. Yeah, that's all vaguely familiar. Like, maybe a dinosaur or something, but maybe maybe that's Barney. I don't know. <laughs> Somewhere. <laughs> Somewhere. Somewhere there's a dinosaur. Yeah. But yes, that is my bummer control. Sorry for stumping all other. Yes. <laughs> I thought that was very clever when I came up with it, but now I realize I just sound like a jerk. No, it is. You just you just killed the, the you killed the segment, an entire segment. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Guys, death, destroy your segments. <laughs> and now, now we carry forward, guys, to well, what are we doing? Danger zone. Danger zone. Yes, danger zone. Everybody's favorite segment, where I tell you the story of that time I picked up uh, a gentleman at a gas station and drove him around town. Ooh. <laughs> Was he a ghost? Oh. Part two of the story, guys. So I saw him again some what? days later, and and it turns out he was a ghost. Oh, you saw him as a ghost? No. You no, saw no, his I, name I, in an old newspaper microfiche you were looking at in a library. <laughs> no, no, unfortunately. Or is I, no. trying to get you to the island? Oh, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Did he touch you at all? <laughs> no, I think I shook his hand. Oh. Yeah, that seems like something I did. And then Big someone got shaker. hit by a bus right behind you. Yep. <laughs> and Lost, Lost really loved doing that, just smacking people with buses. <laughs> That's a good show. Check it out. The, That's my Netflix oh, yeah. Now and forever, Lost. All-time Netflix big. Uh, no, no, but Bummer Patrol. Not Bummer Patrol, we're not doing that. Uh, Danger Zone. <laughs> That's the thing we're doing at this time. Uh, we're just going to share some uh, stories uh, in which, I don't know, we almost died. Let's just say we all almost died. What? Is that is that how you explain the segment? Uh, no, it's just things where we were in danger or had the illusion of danger. Okay. Like your last we fa- story. We found ourselves in a dangerous situation. Woot, I hear uh, I hear you have a danger zone. I hear, I hear you brought a clip. You got a clip? 
Oh, yeah, yeah. Let's uh, let's play the clip right now. No, we, we can't do that. Uh, no, I, I, I guess it's not set up. Oh, okay, okay. I'll just, I'll just verbally retell it. Um, so this is back when I was 18 years old. Uh, this is on a, a hot October day. Not many of those come around. It should have been a bad omen. Days in October are normally not hot in northern Illinois. Uh, they're still uh, pretty freaking hot here. In our <laughs> <laughs> normally uh, fall is starting to settle in. But it's it's pretty hot, and uh, it was it was already a really bad day for me. I I uh, just just wasn't having a good day, and I I was going over to hang out with some friends. We were getting ready to go to uh, to a a local festival, and he he had just bought a dirt bike. And we don't have the biggest yards. I don't, I don't come from like the best neighborhood, but uh, he he has a backyard, and he had uh, run his dirt bike so many times in a row in a circle that there was already a path. So I've never ridden a dirt bike in my life. And he asked, you want to get on and try it? I'm like, sure. I have no idea what any of this is about. And the rest of our friends show up, and they're just kind of standing there watching. And I get on this thing, and he's trying to show me how to do it. And all I know is that turning the right hand down means throttle. (laughs) So so I immediately, I just try and, like, ease into it. and And it's very touchy. And I jet forward, and I almost hit a tree. And I swerve out of the way of the tree. And as I'm swerving, my right hand is going down on the throttle and I don't notice it. And I go so fast that my feet fly off the back of the dirt bike. And I'm basically supermanning this thing. And I've, I've done oh, about uh, 270 degrees now of this circle. And I'm heading straight for a wooden fence. And I went right through it. I, not, I, didn't, I didn't like break any of the wood, but I knocked the panel straight off. And my hand got caught under the dirt bike. I, I actually, I'm staring at the scars right now. Ow. And I eventually, I eventually let go of the dirt bike, and it kind of like wheelied itself for like a hundred yards. And of course, my friend went to run after his dirt bike first, <laughs> and the rest of my friends just stood and laughed because it was the funniest thing. They still to this day, the funniest thing they've ever seen. They said if they had a video camera. Like if phones had cameras that could record video at that point, they would have won funniest home videos. Oh, and, and I don't blame them. I, I stood up and I was okay. Like I was, I was bleeding a little bit from my from my knuckles where I got dragged under the dirt bike, and from my knees where I got scraped up. But I was, I was just like covered in dirt and like little bloody. And I stood up and just looked at them, and they were like you always hear people. Oh, they were doubled up in laughter. They were on the ground with laughter. They were literally on the ground with laughter. They could not get up to help me because they couldn't stop laughing. <laughs> so so I leave them. I'm like, yeah, I, I, I get it. This was pretty funny. So I walk across the street to my house. I'm going to go wash all the dirt and blood off of my hands and my knees. And I walk in the door. And my mom had obviously heard whatever was going on outside. And she sees me, and rather than asking, hey, what's wrong? Why are you covered in dirt and blood? She immediately starts laughing <laughs> and asks, what happened? What, 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 what's wrong? Uh, you know, uh, my best friend Sean, you know Sean's dirt bike? Yeah. Uh, I, I drove it through his neighbor's fence. And she starts to uncontrollably laugh louder than I've ever heard my mother laugh in her life. And my dad is in the next room. He hears this, and he goes, what, what's so funny out there? And she tells him, he, he crashed Sean's dirt bike. And he does not laugh at all. He just gets stony-faced and says, 
I've failed you as a father. (laughs) 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 And I I can laugh about it now. And it was even kind of funny then, but that's, that's a, that was pretty embarrassing day because I still go back home and I, all I have to do is mention that to anybody involved and they are immediately doubled over with laughter for about 30 minutes. But <laughs> wow. That is my danger zone. Wow. it's a good one. When you said that you went to the fence, for some reason I was picturing the fence going through you. I'm like, oh, how is that so funny? You're like planks sticking out of your torso. <laughs> it's really weird. It must not have been like a very well-built fence because like I literally just knocked an entire panel off and it just <laughs> fell over. You would think if you go through a wood picket fence, like I would have like actually gone through it with a dirt bike and gotten cut by the splinters. But no, I just knocked it clean off. <laughs> and so, and my best friend's parents uh, weren't home at the time, so he just put the panel back up, didn't nail it back, <laughs> and they never they didn't notice until like a year later when <laughs> so there was a storm and the wind blew it over, and his dad goes, "Huh, hey." Sean, did you see uh, did, did you see what happened to the fence out here? And he goes, "Oh yeah, I I don't know what happened. I mean, the the storm was really bad last night. Must have, <laughs> nails must have come loose or something." <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. If anybody from that area is listening, I am immediately recognizable now. Yeah, <laughs> uh, that's good. I, that's a that's a good one. I have. I have I have a shockingly similar yet somehow infinitely less cool version of that story. <laughs> I think if you should, if you should take anything away from that is that I'm not cool that I cannot drive a dirt bike. <laughs> no, I don't know. I don't know. Wait, wait, wait for my version. It's it's the, the same story except I, I I'm riding around the neighborhood with my friends because we're young hooligans. I was a teen, I was maybe 17, 16, 17. And like, we've got bicycles and like, uh, there's this razor scooter, which was a thing at some point. It's like, yeah, these dumb scooters are cool. So uh, I, I, my bike was at home. So my friend's like, oh yeah, just take the scooter and we'll go up to the store or whatever. I'm like, sure. Okay. So it's me, my best friend and his brother. And we get up to the, uh, the top of the steepest hill in the neighborhood. This thing is a beast. There's a blind turn. It's it's, oh, I still have nightmares about this hill, man. <laughs> and they're like, all right, let's go. Let's race down the hill. So they're on bikes. I'm on a Razor scooter. I'm like, oh, sure, no. let's go. And like, not not even not touching the brakes. We're, we're going. I'm picking up a good amount of speed. And then as I get to the very bottom of the hill, I get the little, like, the little, like, uh, wiggle back and forth. Like, it's like, oh, it's getting too fast. I'm losing control. And then I just hit the ground so hard. And next thing I know, I can feel like my body's contorted into the shape of a U. Like my, my like my like my face is on the ground and my legs are behind my head and I slide like th- like four feet just uh, and I just I hit the ground with a thud and I'm laying there and then my friends stop their bikes and they just laugh at me uncontrollably <laughs> and I I, I I stand up and I dust myself off I'm like well, guys uh, that was, uh, my, my, my leg it's, it hurts they're like that's this incredible man it's the best thing I've ever seen and I didn't handle as well I'm like oh, screw you guys I'm leaving I just like limp home <laughs> and they, they still bring it up to this day like hey you remember remember the time you crashed that scooter that was pretty cool like I wish I had it on video <laughs> see that's how it's like, like if it was a, if it was like a dirt bike, then that's a more macho version. It's like, like yeah, I like I crashed a dirt bike and got a scar. Mine's I couldn't ride a scooter properly. Well, I mean, if you're telling that story to a girl in a bar, you don't have to tell her it was a scooter. Oh sure, yeah. sure. I could, I could, I could, uh, 
it was a yeah, I could, I could, I could embellish a bit. It was a Harley. Yeah, it was a hog. I was on my hog. Yeah. <laughs> I went to this. You, you were on slide. the lamp. <laughs> I also have a falling off of a bike story from hitting. Yeah, something. come on, bring it in. <laughs> I I don't remember. I might have been junior high or late elementary school. I was just riding with a friend, and my mom was out walking with her friend. We're all just. I mean, of course, we were faster, so we'd have to like go back and forth. Well, I was going down the street. And there was this car parked on the side of the street, because that's how, what cars do sometimes. And uh, that was a dumb thing to say at all. I don't know why I said that. And there was another car coming towards me, and I was going too fast to slow down, and I couldn't stay in my lane because the car was parked. I couldn't go in the other lane because the car was coming and was too close. And so I was like, I'll just drive up this curb. So I went toward the curb, hit the curb, flipped over. I, I think I flipped entirely over, and I almost hit a tree. The bike did hit a tree, and then the bike fell on me afterwards. I just remember I did like a full flip in the air, or I might have, might have been on the ground slash air combined. But I just hit it and like tumbled, and a bike fell on me at the end. I didn't take any serious damages, but it really hurt, and people were laughing. <laughs> the takeaway from all of these is that we are three very uncoordinated gentlemen <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> who have terrible friends. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm glad. I'm glad this is a somewhat universal experience, at least for the three of us on this podcast. <laughs> We are the only ones in existence, so it is very universal. <laughs> there are literally three of us, not dozens. <laughs> oh. oh, well. That wasn't my official danger zone, but now it could be though. That's a pretty good danger zone. I, man, I hear like my see all my stories are, are terrible because I broke my foot playing football as a kid. Oh, that sounds like and intense. It, it sounds pretty cool, right? No, I was just running a post route and I kind of stepped weird and fell over. Like <laughs> ah, my foot. <laughs> It wasn't doing like uh, I almost called it a free throw. <laughs> yeah, let's do a free throw. We're playing football, and I did a free throw. We got you, <laughs> you broke it sliding into home. Yeah, we got there's a triple Touchdown. play. <laughs> yeah, that's how football works, Ben. <laughs> I, I know all about that. That was it for our world of sports segment. <laughs> that's not what that's not what I meant. I meant to say uh, field goal, not free throw. <laughs> I, I almost got a football one as bad as yours, Brian. Uh, if, 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 if I was ever in the game, I only played two years of high school football. If I was in the game, that means your team was really bad because I was like negative seventh string. <laughs> but I got in, they put me a linebacker for some reason, and I have one official stat to my name. It's a tackle. And on that tackle, I got a concussion. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know it was I was mildly concussed but the whole weekend I was like homecoming weekend too so like the whole next day I was kind of just like out in and out of conversations <laughs> and I didn't so much tackle him as he like hit me head on and I just kind of dragged him down with me <laughs> oh man that's great speaking of sports stories <laughs> oh, go ahead i have one of these too <laughs> do, you, do, you, do, you, do you have a rudy moment too no well, I, mine was actually uh football not football oh football but that's close enough uh Ooh. well <laughs> I, here's the football i had to do something uh well this one i was in i forgot what it's called but a just for fun class type league we can make your own and you play against other people who made their own in school i don't remember what that's called now but uh it was in high school, yeah, and a bunch of, like, the band geeks got together and wanted to make a little tiny football team to play against the other ones in the school. And I, there was a rule that no one who actually played on the, the school soccer team could actually play. 
but there were a couple of band geeks that did play, so they were our coaches instead, which was a pretty helpful. Well, uh, I was not good at most of anything in soccer, but the one thing I liked doing was, I think it's called Sweeper, the one that's like right, or I guess the last defense that isn't the goalie. And I, my defense consisted entirely of sliding into people, trying to hit the ball. <laughs> and the, the coaches said that was okay. As long as they had a ball, I was allowed to slide on the ground towards them. And because of my lifetime of practicing falling down, um, I was very good at sliding into people. And so I slid into this one guy. I think it's on video somewhere. I just don't know where it is right now. But uh, I slid into this guy who – I didn't mean this on purpose, but I, I never liked this guy. He was a year below me and really annoying and bothered me all the time. I slid into him, and my knee hit him in the crotch, and he <laughs> flipped over my knee and hit his back on the ground afterwards. And he just laid there holding his crotch. <laughs> I was like, oh, I'm so sorry, you okay? And the rest of the team was just laughing at that. Because I, 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 per- I was not aiming for the crotch, I promise. But my, I just happened to knee him there, and he flipped all the way over me. It was, mm. it was pretty cool, though. It's a likely story, Ben. It's on video we all know. I need to find it. Because I remember afterwards, we all went to one of my friends' house to celebrate. And I think we won. And we just watched that video a few times in a row. <laughs> Can I, can I get a gif of that? That'd be if, great. If I can find it, yeah. <laughs> I think like, it, it pans a little bit because he's trying to follow the ball. But, so you, but you can see him running towards me, and I think you see him flipping. But I don't, I'm not sure if you see the actual hit. If, you, if so, it's on the very in, edge of the frame. But it was one of my favorite moments of life. And what kind of slide are you doing? Are you doing like a full-on like Mega Man slide? Yeah, sometimes it's like that. That one, <laughs> specific one was like a one-legged slide and one knee was up. Oh, of course. Well, you had to have the knee up to well, get the job done, yeah, right? That, that time it was. But usually I try to do two, two of them. I think I usually have one knee up uh, most of the time so I can try to get back up quickly in case I miss or to try to get the ball back once I slide it out of the way. I don't know. That's one of my favorite moments, though. Again, that's still not my danger zone. Okay, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> this, has been the world, this has been the world of sports. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's really what this is. Uh, so... Okay, I have two. Should I tell my really short one first? Or should I save uh, it for later? This is really short. Oh, yeah, sure, go ahead. Well, a couple days ago, uh, we meant to record, and we did not because I slept through it. My sleep schedule was just messed up this weekend. Uh, it's been, it was messed up for like a week prior to that, and I didn't like that it was so weird. So I tried to cycle my sleep schedule around, stay up later and later, until I, I, I go to sleep later every day over the weekend because Megan was gone over the weekend, so it didn't really... It wasn't a big deal. And and I have a thing where I can't go to bed any time. Like I, I can't nap, and I can't go to bed early unless I'm super tired until now, but that's a different story. Well, uh, one day, I slept seven hours. Megan was back. I, I guess I was trying to catch up on my sleep. Slept seven hours, woke up. Four hours later, I slept another seven hours accidentally. I set my alarm to wake me up. It made zero sounds. I meant to take like a one-hour nap to get the rest of my eight hours. Did not work. But, uh... Partway through, I had a dream that I was laying exactly where I was laying. My eyes were closed. I could still see pretty much, though. My eyes were closed, and I physically could not open them no matter how hard I tried. And then I started hearing creepy voices, like something they were whispering in my ear. And I could not get up. I could not move. I could not, like, roll over. I could not open my eyes. I just had to lay there and listen to creepy voices while they desperately tried to wake up. <laughs> when I've read that's something called sleep paralysis... Yeah, it's it's terrifying. That's, yeah. that's, you don't get enough sleep. <laughs> it was bad. It was very scary. <laughs> I did not like it. But that's I eventually woke up, and then I was just so tired after I woke up, I fell back asleep. But that time, I did not have a sleep paralysis dream. I had a normal dream. So that was okay. 
Well, we're, you know, speaking on behalf of the Wootinator and myself, we're glad that you're okay when uh, we didn't get when we didn't get responses. We're like, I hope Ben's all right. Hope everything's cool. At uh, yeah, making now me that, also worried. <laughs> now that we know you're okay, I I'm relieved because I'm just glad. I'm uh, usually I'm the one that flakes on record times, so I'm glad it's just not me for once. Like I'm yeah. relieved. Like oh, it's not it's not always me. Cool. <laughs> well, what didn't help was uh, see I. All day long, see, Megan had Monday off, because that's when she came back. And so both of us were thinking that that Monday was Sunday, and we were supposed to record Tuesday. So by the time Tuesday rolled around, I was thinking, well, I can take a quick nap. It's not like I'm recording today. I'm recording tomorrow. If I knew I were recording at all, I probably wouldn't have napped at all. But, whoops. But I'll tell my real uh, danger zone now. So uh, this was in December. It was nice and cold, or it wasn't actually that cold yet. It was getting colder outside, which I like. I love the cold because I live in the south. And, um, well, my mom, I had recently gone over there, and she had given me some pizza out of the freezer that Caitlin didn't want anymore. And that was good because I wanted some pizza. I was pretty hungry. So I took it home. I think a few days later I ate it. And it was like uh, these pan pizza things. I ate two of them because I was really hungry. They were just, just a cheese pizza. They were pretty good. I think they were Red Baron, which I still eat, just not that size of pizza, because I'm still terrified of them after this, after the happening that happened. Uh, not the one with plants killing people, either. Um, <laughs> well, I was feeling kind of nauseous about 30 minutes after I ate, and I was like, well, this is kind of weird. I, I, I just want to go to bed. So I went to bed around midnight, or maybe 12.30, I don't remember. Woke up around, I think, 2 or 3 in the morning, still felt really nauseous, had to run to the bathroom, and had a terrible uh, mouth evacuation. I guess is one way to say that. And that yes, lasted, that that is a way. <laughs> that is. A, I don't hear that way very often, but yeah, it was a uh, a mouth evacuation, an oral evacuation, maybe. But um, yeah, that that lasted a while. Eventually, like, oh man, I'm not feeling well. I don't know what's going on. Maybe I'm just coming down with something. Went back to bed, slept until uh, I guess the next o'clock. So maybe like <laughs> three or four. Woke up again. And had to do that again. Had, just had a repeat. That time I'm thinking, okay, something is wrong. And uh, I had Megan go look at the box in the trash, and it was October 2013 expiration date. Oh. And I ate them December 2014. <laughs> I was like, well, oh. this is probably what it is. And so I was like, uh, maybe I'm fine. I'll go back to bed. Woke up an hour later again <laughs> and had not the same problem. Looked it up. Food poisoning. Is, uh, frequently you have like hourly vomit sessions. Like, yep. yeah, that's what's happening. And there was even an occasion where it started, I started fire hydranting, I guess is a way to say that. <laughs> <laughs> is that what the kids are calling it? That's what I referred to it as. Maybe it's like one of the nicest ways to say it without it being too gross sounding. <laughs> that was unpleasant because you never know which way you should be like uh, facing the toilet. Which way is safest at the time, switching back and forth. I uh, it, Eventually, I was like, I'm just going to try to sit here on the couch listen to old episodes of Lost Unlocked, and just try to relax with my eyes closed because I was dizzy. I had, uh, mom brought, brought me some Jello, and that, and like, I think, uh, not cider, uh, club, not club soda. What's the other one that's like club soda? Ginger ale. Ginger ale. Ginger ale. Or <laughs> some ginger ale to help an upset stomach. Eventually, I stopped all the vomiting, just felt nauseous. Whenever I opened my eyes. And the, the whole, that whole day is dreamlike to me now because I kept waking up hourly and I had such a lack of sleep. I had Christmas lights, like a small string of them strung inside the apartment that were just on the whole time. 
I was just laying on the floor listening to Lost and Locked with like a crate, not a crate, a tray of Jello next to me and a bottle of ginger ale. And That's I just... how most people listen to it. <laughs> While they're violently ill. Yeah. It, it just feels like unreal now that I think back on it because none of it really matches up with anything that normally happens to me other than the Lost and Locked part. I don't frequently eat an entire tray of Jello with Christmas lights on. I don't know. It was it was so weird, but I it it was bad, and I think for oh, quite a while after that, my throat was was pretty bad. I think it even messed up a recording session we were gonna do for the first episode coming back for Happy Cast. We were gonna record one I think b- uh, before or around Christmas, so we could have it in advance. But oh no, I just my throat and voice were just so messed up. I think I, I think I'm gonna ask you in that first episode, Brian, if my voice sounded okay and it was still kind of gra- or gravelly. Yeah, that sounds familiar. Yeah. So it was all because of the tainted pizza that your sister gave you. Yeah, yeah. And, well, I, I guess I should have looked at the date on it. I just assumed frozen pizza. Well, it can last a long time. It's frozen. It's fine. Sure. It's good forever. It was not. And ever since then, I will never eat that size of Red Baron pizza. Just because, I don't know. I guess brains are superstitious or something. Same reason I have to inspect my cans of sweet drinks whenever I drink them. Mm. Food poisoning so can- is not... Not fun. No. I was one of 36 people at a wedding to get food poisoning. Oh, no. the, the, FD, the FDA had to call my house really? and, ask what I, and ask what I ate. Wow. <laughs> yeah. What did you eat? Chicken. Oh. Although I, I still love chicken. I still eat a lot of it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, all right, this isn't food poisoning, but I have a problem where if I eat a food once and it if it ever disagrees with me one time, I can never eat it again. Like McDonald's chicken nuggets. One time, it was, I think, too chewy or too crunchy or something like that. I'm like, okay, this is disgusting. I can no oh, longer eat this. You're missing out. Uh, no, I'm okay with their chicken selects. Those those have been fine with me. And, like, uh, it was, I think chicken, chicken quesadillas at Taco Bell. One time, I've had a too crunchy one, and it took a long time for me to get back to it. One time, I had a too, too, uh, too chewy one. And I was like, no. Because whenever that happens, my brain only can think, like, this is the chicken bone. This is the chicken bone. Like, this is a roach. I just ate a roach, even though I know I did not. <laughs> and then I physically cannot swallow it. It leaves, and I that's, now I no longer eat chicken quesadillas. I eat cheese quesadillas with bacon. Did I, I, did I tell you that I, I found a bone in, Mc, in a McNugget one time? What? Did I tell that story? Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, no, that really happened. It. <laughs> yeah, it was gross, man. It was, uh, let's see, how old was I? My brother was, like, two, so that means I... I was like eight, and you know, I was at the McDonald's with the family eating a meal. I took one of my brother's McNuggets, bit into it, and there was a bone. A bone oh, was in uh, it, man. That's karma like, for stealing yeah. his nuggets. <laughs> no, no. See, I bring it up all the time. It's like, you were two years old, man. You'd have choked on that bone. I saved your life by taking that <laughs> nugget. That's yes, what I was going to say. Isn't it like an episode of the Brady Bunch where someone saves another person, and they have to be like, like their personal servant? Yeah, but I never played the personal servant card. But I do like to bring it up every now and again. Like, remember, remember when I saved your life by taking that McNugget? Yeah, can you get me coke out of the fridge? Like, no. Well, I saved your life as a child. Okay. You got me. Yes, <laughs> I will. Uh, are you gonna Are you gonna be a guest on my podcast? I don't know. Things are very busy, but I I saved your life. Like, okay. Well, maybe next time. We'll see. Maybe that food problem is my problem with burgers. Every time I have one, it leaves such a bad like experience with me. I'm like, yeah, can't eat burgers anymore. That's pretty good. Brian, do you have one? Or do we have time for one? I'm sure we do. Uh, like a food thing? What are we talking about? No, uh, your danger zone. No, yeah, it was the, it was the bike thing. That oh, was, uh, I thought scooter. you were <laughs> that was, it was, right. Yeah, that was it. 
Um, we've done so many of them. We've, <laughs> yeah, we've, we've doubled that danger zones. several times. <laughs> uh, I, I will I will tell a quick um, story because I don't know where else I could shoehorn this thing in. Your podcast story where you slept through the show reminded me when I was like 17. And uh, maybe I was 18. I was uh, in my teen years. And it was like uh, my first job. And... I stayed up too late playing Xbox Live like I used to do and still do sometimes. But uh, I was supposed to be at work at 8 a.m. And I remember setting my alarm and waking up and looking at the clock. And it was like, oh, man, it's 11 a.m. I was supposed to be at work three hours ago. I should probably. And then just going back to sleep. <laughs> and then I woke up again at I woke up again at four. And my move, like, I didn't know what to do. So my move was to get dressed and like take a shower, get dressed, get completely ready, and walk into work, and like like go to the time clock, try to punch in, and go to my boss. Like I I tried to punch it. What's going on? It won't let me clock in. It's like you're supposed to be here at eight. I was like, I, are you sure? I thought I was coming in the afternoon. It's like no, eight o'clock. I'm like, okay, well I guess I'll see you tomorrow. And I just left. And I don't know why they didn't fire me. <laughs> you should have just gone into eight p.m. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> I got the a.m. p.m. switched up. No, but if if a kid did that at my like if I was a, a boss and a kid did that, I'm like, oh, by the way, you're fired because you can't make it to work. You can't read a schedule. Maybe that was just strike one. Maybe so. Uh, hey, uh, so that's the end of da- Danger Zone. What a what a what a embarrassment of riches this Danger Zone has been, guys. A lot of good stories out of this one. Really good therapy for all of us. <laughs> yep. Pod, I've been saying it for years, man. Podcasting, it's way cheaper than therapy and uh, maybe is effective. I don't know. Time will tell. <laughs> did someone just rip something? I did no. not. It's not like someone just ripped their pants. No. I threw that quick. <laughs> um, I was holding a piece of paper. Maybe it like scraped by my microphone or something. I, that might have been it. I thought, I thought someone just ripped their pants. I'm like, how did that even happen? I don't know. I feel like Ben's trying to cover for the fact that he ripped his pants. Oh, you hear that? <laughs> oh, wow. It's so weird, guys. I can't or believe just... that happened, right? <laughs> I'm just watching the SpongeBob episode about people ripping their pants. It's just right here. Sorry. I remember that one. <laughs> That's classic. So let's leave Danger Zone behind. We're going to head forward to a special guest segment, and then we will jump into Better Know a Listener. Chris on where to buy cheap gas. Hmm, cheap gas. Eat a lot of broccoli. This has been Chris on where to buy cheap gas. Welcome to the Better Know a Listener segment. We're going to take a moment here and ask our honored guest five quick questions, which he will answer as quickly as possible. There's some kind of uh, time limit and an ambiguous time limit that I don't understand. Ben, how are you going to... (laughs) ambiguous. What? How are you going to... How are you going to count down the uh, segment this Uh, week? This time, I think I'm going to use uh, the Final Jeopardy timer. Ooh. You're a man that knows my own heart. I, it, it's it's widely known that one of my goals in life is to be on Jeopardy. So I oh I did not know that, but I'm going to say the, I did. And the adult test is coming up soon for anyone that wants to get on Jeopardy. 
I'll do it. April 14, 15, and 16. But yeah, anyway, go for it. Yeah, well, I'd like to see oh, totally. you on Jeopardy. All right, but yeah, should I set the timer now? Sure, yes. Uh, well, you know, um, I guess we've set it up. We're going to ask you five questions. Uh, you'll answer them. Hey, yeah, sure, yeah. Go ahead, set the timer. All right. Come at me, bro. Uh, go. Okay. What is your favorite and least favorite movie of all time? My favorite movie is Pulp Fiction. My least favorite movie, oh man, like worst movie ever is The Room, but it's awesome. <laughs> yeah, it is. Uh, least favorite movie. Ooh. Um, I'm going to say I went to a movie theater. I got suckered into seeing um, uh, some army movie. It wasn't American Sniper, but it was the one that came out last year with Mark Wahlberg, Lone Survivor. Oh, I've heard of that one. Yes, yeah. I did. I was not a fan. <laughs> I, that's just, that's just the, the quickest bad movie I can think of. Number two, if you could trade places with any one person for a day, who would it be? Oh, man. I would trade places with my favorite astrophysicist, Neil deGrasse Tyson. That's a good one. (laughs) Because he's awesome, and I just want to actually have all that knowledge in my brain at (laughs) one point. Very good. Question three: If you had access to a time machine, what uh, what time period outside of your own lifetime would you visit? Ooh, I would go as far back as the time machine would let me. Like, what what are the what are the uh, boundaries here? Do, does Earth have to like be formed <laughs> for me to be in this time machine? Well, you're gonna be stuck I... there for the rest of your life. Oh, oh, that's terrible. Yeah, okay. you were <laughs> that time. You were you were there. <laughs> Okay, um, I'll, I'll say, uh, let's, let's go back to the Renaissance. That'd be cool. All right, it's a good one. We've had good varied answers for that. <laughs> uh, four. No, yeah, yeah, four. Uh, if you, wait, what's the person that you least want to haunt you? Like, what dead person would you least want to haunt you? Ooh, who scares me the most? There's going to be a lot of dead air on this one, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Spooky dead air. Ooh. Uh, I'm trying to think of people that really scared me when I was little. But they're all like monsters on TV and movies. Uh, I'll say Tony Danza. (laughs) He's alive, though. (laughs) Well, yeah, but like eventually he's going to be able to haunt people. And I just, I don't want to wake up one morning at three in the morning and have Tony Danza sitting in my chair asking who's the boss. And final question is, it's an easy one, favorite dessert? Oh, ice cream sandwiches. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes, as established. <laughs> oh, you they're, they're, just in time. they're just so good. <laughs> and you said we just ran out of time, Ben? Yeah, just ran out of time, oh, just mm, then. Good work. Oh, wow. Right under the wire, man. It, good, it was right on one. the bump at the end. I, I did that just for dramatic suspense. All that stalling, that was just pre-planned. Oh, good idea. All right, time to explain yourself. I, I just did. <laughs> <laughs> that is my explanation, the end. Well, oh, I mean, uh, question one. What was that one again? Uh, favorite movie, Pulp Fiction, which 
Yeah, it's great. You know, we could ask you to explain the answer, but it's because it's the best yeah. movie, so we don't need you to. <laughs> I have, there are two uh, posters in my living room. One is Pulp Fiction. The other is The Empire Strikes Back. One and two. <laughs> That's all nice. <laughs> Yeah, I'm looking at my framed Pulp Fiction and my framed Back to the Future right now. Ooh. Nice. Mm. At least you have frames. I'm still living like I'm 15 and I have tape. Hey, I, I don't have tape. I have, uh, I don't know what they are. They're like sticky things you can put on the back. Oh, but yeah. But you can pull them out, and the, it's not sticky pack. But you can pull them out, and it leaves like no residue on the wall or the poster. Yeah, I used to yeah. use those, too. We have those, but most of ours, and most of mine are TV shows, and most of Megan's are movies. But now we have a framed Batman comics puzzle on the wall. And it is the best. Uh, least favorite was Lone Survivor. Yeah, I, I don't know if that's truly my least favorite, but it's the first like bad movie I could think of. And it wasn't, like, I don't know. I'm not a big fan of war movies, but what really got me is at the end, it plays an acoustic version of David Bowie's Heroes, which uh, to anybody that knows, it's one of my favorite songs, but to anybody that knows the history of the song, it's the biggest anti-Cold War protest song that's <laughs> ever been written. <laughs> so it was just... Too much, uh, too much irony for me. I couldn't take it. Uh, well, uh, well, so you mentioned the room, and speaking of how bad the room is, uh, Riff Tracks is doing a live Riff Tracks showing of the room in movie theaters uh, in early <laughs> May. <laughs> Here's the thing: the room is so perfectly awful. I don't know if I want anybody else to talk over it. No, you don't I, need it. But it's so funny. I, I, I still, I still want to be able to hear. Oh, hi, Mark. Oh, no, because no, they, they, they usually talk over the lines that aren't as funny. But, yeah, like, yeah the, you hear all of the oh, hi's. Oh, oh, oh hi, so, doggy. It is so bad. Brian, have you seen The Room? I am I'm embarrassed to say I've not yet had oh, the pleasure Oh, no, don't, don't of be the embarrassed. I, I never thought I was ever going to see it. I'd never heard of it until my uh, roommates from a couple years ago had heard about it and had – um, totally legally obtained the movie. <laughs> and we sat down to watch it and quickly realized it was the greatest viewing experience we had ever had. I will never have a viewing experience like that because sharing it with those two people and, wa- and having that experience was unbelievable. <laughs> it's it's that mall. awful. Chopping Mall is differently bad. It's more like it's almost good, but it's still really 80s bad. I think I watched that with you, didn't I, Brian? Yeah, no, yeah. When I was in town for your wedding, we watched Chopping Mall. Or there's things like uh, they kill one of the robots. Someone like goes over, sees something bleeding out of it, and someone says, what's that? And the guy says, robot blood. <laughs> <laughs> so oil? Yeah. <laughs> WD-40? Yeah, and like someone comes out with like, this big, I think this weaponry, and like, let's send those beep word an, a Rambogram. <laughs> It is so bad. Uh, <laughs> snakes on a plane with robots. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's, it's the security robots like in a mall, and lightning strikes it, and they all go like evil and try to kill like these teenagers who try to what throw is a it party. With, what is it with the eighties and thinking lightning striking things means magic? <laughs> <laughs> it works with Frankenstein. <laughs> Frankenstein, Back to the Future, The Natural. Lightning strikes a tree, and it makes a magic bat that can hit balls a thousand feet in the air and make fireworks <laughs> oh there was another movie uh what it's not weird science is it? it's one like weird science but lightning strikes i think a computer program and brings a kid to li- bring something to life or something I cannot remember what it is now it's, uh, oh, it's driving me crazy now 
Oh, and I was going to say something about uh, a couple weeks ago, Fizzbiz said her least favorite movie was Master of Disguise. That is now currently on Netflix. So if anyone wants to check that out. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot what that movie was until you guys started talking about it. And I can actually see the promo in my head now yeah, when, when, you, when you say that line. <laughs> That's the only part I remember of the entire existence of it is the turtle turtle thing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> He was on a he was on a podcast with uh, Pete Holmes like a few months ago, and he asks him about that, and he goes like, "Man, yeah, that was really bad. Can we just not? Can we skip that part?" <laughs> <laughs> uh, you said if you could trade places with one person uh, for a day, you picked. It wasn't Taylor Swift or Bob Dylan. Oh, I mean Taylor Swift would be awesome because you know, I mean, <laughs> haters gonna hate Taylor Swift's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> but no, my, Neil deGrasse Tyson. Oh yeah, oh that's a good choice. He's really smart. Yeah, I would pick him because he's getting a show. He's having a TV show now, so oh, he's going to cool. be he's going to be even more interesting. But yeah, he, I love as alluded in my pre happy hour happy hour. Uh, I love space and science. If I were better at math, I really wanted to be an astrophysicist, but then I realized I can't math. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, I think he's just a fascinating dude. And I just I want I went through the new updated cosmos. And it it, is, it looks gorgeous, and he's just, just the perfect host for it. Not that Carl wasn't Carl Sagan's one of yeah. my personal heroes, but uh, yeah, I would have chosen him. But if I had traded places with him, I would unfortunately be dead. Yeah. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> it would not be a very fun day. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, Neil deGrasse Tyson is—he's just so funny and smart, and I, I think it'd be really cool to get inside his head for a day. I watched the first few of the Cosmos episodes when they were first airing, but they were really cool. They are really good and, and uh, learned a lot about them too. They, they really spent a lot of time on educating people on how on, on famous scientists, like people I'd never had heard of. Yeah. It's really cool is I don't even like space that much, but I loved Cosmos. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know. That's why I didn't pick space. <laughs> <laughs> ah, space. It's all the same most of the time. Space. Uh, three. Space. Uh, wait, wait, no. Three's Brian's. Oh, yes, three. If you had access to a time machine, you said you would travel back to the Renaissance. I did. I'm a huge history buff, so I don't know why I didn't pick, like, U.S. history. But, sure, the Renaissance is super interesting. Like, I'd, I'd love to basically just go and reenact Assassin's Creed 2. <laughs> yeah, you'd probably get arrested or killed very fast. Well, in real life. okay. Maybe not reenact, but, like, well, let's go find Leonardo da Vinci. And let's go find the Medici. I don't know. I, I think I love Italy. Like, I think that would be so cool to go there. And it'd be really cool to see. I don't know. That's a good answer, too. Uh, the dead person haunting you, Tony Danza. Yeah, I was just trying to think of the funniest name I could. <laughs> but, but really think about that. If you woke up in the middle of the night and saw Tony Danza like in his apron like from 1989, Who's the Boss era, that would be terrifying. <laughs> Why did you choose me, Danza? <laughs> yeah. I... I, I briefly flirted with the idea of doing a Tony Danza voice, but then I realized it would be indistinguishable from my Sly Stallone. <laughs> uh, let's see. And last but not least, favorite dessert, ice cream sandwiches. Come on. Everybody knows best dessert, ice cream sandwiches. That's true. Yeah, I don't think so, you can beat them. As so George say Seager we all. Says, um, <laughs> ice cream <laughs> can we mix together all of the favorite desserts so far? I mean, Fizzbiz was ice cream, so that's easy enough. But how about a banana pudding flavored ice cream sandwich? 
Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the outside is just like the, the wafer, and the inside I like all, is the pudding. <laughs> I like all those things separately. <laughs> I might try it at least once. I guess that's that's it. Oh wait, no, you have to ask us one. I keep ah uh, yes. So, as most of our listeners probably know, I come from the days of Lost and Locked, Pro Boards. Woo. Uh, still kicking by the way i check on it i check it about once a month (laughs) no one's posted anything since like 2011 but i'm surprised someone even posted then i think it was mostly i think it was anton just saying man this place is sad (laughs) (laughs) oh seabox died long ago yeah Yeah, that's really sad because i i used to you could go back like so many i think you go back 500 seabox entries and you could go back to the day the finale aired and you could see what we were saying that night, which was like a seven-hour conversation. I think we were talking from like six o'clock till two in the morning yeah. that night. Oh, I, I can still request the archives. I have access to it, and I, I've been considering making a Happy Cast C box. I just didn't know if I wanted to or yet or not. That would be interesting. It'd, it'd be pop in and say hi. Well, well, darn diddly do the yippee day, ah, uh, hey. Exactly, those are all still in place. <laughs> I, I could just reopen it, make it a Happy Cast box, and I could even request all the old Lost and Locked archives if I wanted to. I went back, I'm pretty sure my first tweet has, because you guys got me on Twitter, actually. Oh. Um, my first tweet has colon yay in it, because I thought that's a thing that happens on the <laughs> internet, but no, that's, that's just C-Box. <laughs> yeah, I, I think that was specifically one that I had to set up once I found a bunch of smileys. I had to like put the shortcuts for them. That was fun. That was. Okay, so bringing Lost into this, I want to ask both of you, and then I'll give mine, what is your all-time favorite episode of Lost? It's mm. a good one. I think it was. Wait, no, I don't remember. Brian, you go first. You have a lot of them. Do I have a lot of them? I feel like that I should only have one, right? My all-time. Okay, wait. <laughs> what, what was the wording on the question? Is it my is it my all-time favorite episode or the the objectively the best episode oh. of Lost? Oh no, I want your all-time favorite. Even though I don't know why I asked this, I know your answer. <laughs> <laughs> I have it between what? two or three. I'm not sure which one you're going with. Oh, you know, for me, best episode of Lost, I, you know, thinking back, this kind of, I, I don't know why I chose to die on this hill, why, why this is the one, but uh, Cabin Fever is a pretty good episode of Lost, guys. It's got some bananas moments in it. Uh, it really is. Ben share a candy bar. Uh, you get the return of Jacob's Cabin and the greatest ending to any episode of any television oh, yeah. show ever. That was crazy. I think that that also has one of the greatest openings too, where oh, uh, Fox Mom is uh, playing Buddy Holly on a record player and being rebellious, and then gets yes. hit by again someone <laughs> else. Someone gets hit by a car again. Oh yeah, and all the lock flashbacks. This is, yeah, it's a beautiful, beautiful episode. You get the yeah. weird Horace dream in that episode, like the vision of him. Oh, I forgot the bloody about nose. that. They go back to the Dharma pit. I think it's just it, it, it's it's. In terms of the mythology, it's, it's a very rich episode, but then it also has a really great overall like character uh, arc to it, where it's just kind of delving into like the Locke character's background and how he became the guy he is today. It's uh, it's great, but you know, uh, it's my personal favorite. If I were going to say the best episode, like obviously I'd have to like through the Looking Glass is just like a mind-boggingly 
excellent episode. It's like a film. Like it's a two hour, like incredible television experience. That is true. Yeah, Which I will, I will not never even... forget where I was when I first saw that. I literally <laughs> dropped a piece of pizza. Like I thought I know you guys thought I was all joking. I had a piece of pizza halfway to my mouth and I dropped it. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with the constant. Uh, yes. Desmond is one of the best characters. It's time traveling, but only with your consciousness. Uh, it has amazing moments in it. I don't want to say too much because my sister has not seen it, and I'm trying to convince her too because it's a great uh, show. It's incredible. One of the best shows. And the aliens, of course. And, uh, you know, I mean, when you find out that the werewolves were in charge of the Dharma Initiative the whole time. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Richard's a vampire. But then you find out it was a Harry Potter crossover. No, that's a good one. I'm watching now that the Harry Potter thing is mentioned. Uh, There's a magic blanket, like in Harry Potter. That's not what it is. If, if you want a show that's kind of like Lost, but uh, differently themed and slightly less dark, but not always, Once Upon a Time is actually really good, I think. It's uh, by Eddie Kisses and Adam Horowitz, some, uh, two of the named writers <laughs> on Lost that people know, if, you, if it's other than Carlton and Damon. But not for good reasons. <laughs> no. Most of the fans know them because they write their least favorite episodes. I disagree, but... Yeah, I thought I thought they were good episodes. They do always like the, they do funnier ones. They yeah, they do. Hurley. They do all the Hurley ones. Yeah, they were yeah. they were they were the primary Hurley writers. They invented Frogert, I think. They <laughs> did. Yeah, and, and they killed him. Yeah, actually, uh, I, no, that was a, that was a Damon one because that was the season five premiere where he takes a full oh, right. to the chest. <laughs> yeah, but they spun off and did Once Upon a Time, which is uh, it's formatted like Lost. For uh, if you don't know what that show is about, it's a bunch of fairy tale characters in a fairy tale land. Like there's a curse that happens, and they're all suddenly in modern day, and that none of them remember who they were except one, the evil queen who caused the curse. And then this uh, lady woman person, bounty hunter, comes to town, and slowly starts unraveling all of this. And like Lost, it starts off pretty episodic, and every episode there's a main storyline, and there's a flashback storyline based on one character showing their life in fairy tale land. And then, as the show goes, it gets way more serialized and gets, like, darker and has cool twists and storylines. I think it's really good, though. A lot of cool connections and all that nonsense. A lot of, a lot of uh, Apollo bars showing up. Yeah, they've been Apollo bars. They, they use Lost Numbers pretty frequently. Oceanic Airlines is in it. McCutcheon's Whiskey. Yeah. There's just, it's, it's a good show, though. I recommend it. I'm glad those are still alive. I think I think people will be using that for a long time. Oh, yeah. at, at the very least, the numbers. Oh, yeah, yeah they better. <laughs> and what what was yours, Woot? Oh yeah, mine is the constant. You can't get over that. <laughs> uh, it's Des, it's no secret Desmond was my favorite character, and that is pro- probably the most moving like 42 minutes of television I've watched. Is that is it the end one have the really moving moment on the phone? Yeah, it's like oh, the last man. five minutes where him and Penny are on the phone, yeah, and it's just so, so sad. <laughs> that's a good episode. It's pretty sad, guys, but does it have a moment where Richard Alpert shows up to young Locke's house with a bunch of weird items, gives him the Dalai Lama <laughs> test? Like, which of these belongs to you? <laughs> no, it does not. Which, but the oh man, the payoff to that is so beautiful. It's the most incredible. Th- oh, you guys, do you remember the thing with the thing? I'm not gonna say what the thing is because of Ben's sister. Oh yeah, I, we keep spoiling it. 
You could have picked that. I would have picked it. I would have picked a different question. <laughs> you know the watch, the thing with the watch, guys. Yeah. It's the craziest thing. Oh, I still crazy. sometimes I, I stay up at night in bed, like trying to think of <laughs> the, like where the watch how the where the watch come from, like. Uh, and then eventually I just tire myself out and go to sleep. My only problem <laughs> and is... give up because we're never going to know. Yeah. Like, just like never going to know about the Outrigger. <laughs> My only problem with that is that it doesn't wear down at all. If all time is already happening at once instead of linearly, then it makes sense that the watch can go in a loop. That doesn't need to have an origin place because it started how it is. It just went in a loop. But it didn't wear down at all, which is the part that bothers me. But maybe it does at some point. Like, eventually does it break does All does time the, just gets destroyed does it degrade yeah does, well does it create like a splintered timeline or something is that is that our opening for the lost uh spinoff miniseries i want to see it's like oh here's what <laughs> happened when the watch fell apart <laughs> <laughs> okay all right we better stop with the lost talk <laughs> yeah i could we, we we could do a whole three hours on lost just because it's i have five years of pent up lost that i haven't talked about with anybody uh, maybe this is, needs to be announced on uh, Lost Unlocked website or Facebook also. Yeah, maybe. We could do that. Wait, this is the Woodnator, the roundtable expert. <laughs> Father <laughs> of the pro board. The creepy guy from that first roundtable. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, all right. Well, this has been Better Know a Listener. Uh, let's move forward to a little bit of listener feedback. Sounds. Oh. The mail's here. Mail time. Oh, great. Thanks. What's this? A letter for me. It's time for listener feedback. If you'd like to write into the show, we encourage you to do that. Email address would be happycastfeedback at gmail.com. Or if you would like, you can give us a call. Our number would be 77-HAPPY-NONE. Yes. Right. Uh, follow us on Twitter. Check us out on Facebook. Uh, leave us an iTunes review. Tell a friend, etc. We're on Instagram now. We are. Podcast. Yep, we're on Instagram. So check us out there. We're on Cbox. Yeah, <laughs> not, not really. we Proboards, Blogspot, <laughs> all the hot new uh, web 4.0. What are we on now? Web Web 8.3, right? Uh, yeah, There's but been a uh, yeah. Patches to the web. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, feel free to write in with your own happy hour, Bone Patrol, Netflix picks, whatever. Tell us how much you hate the show. We encourage it. Not, I mean, not that last one. I mean, if you want to do that, that's cool too. Uh, so, do we have any feedback this week, Ben? Uh, we do. We have one from my sister, and we're gonna have the special guest this week, the Wootenator, read it for us. All right. Heidi Hothar, neighbors. My happy hour for this week is playing games on handheld consoles whilst using earphones. I sometimes get dizzy or motion sick playing first-person games on TVs, but I've always loved playing on Game Boy, DS, and 3DS. The best part is the earphones, though. The music sounds richer and louder, and with the screen that close to my face, it feels more immersive. My bummer petrol is dogs peeing on me. Uh, Apparently, I seem like the best sort of toilet for dogs, and it mega sucks. I've been peed on twice now by dogs who aren't even mine. If I'm I'm not being snubbed, I'm being porta-potted. Key to pappies, the new today. Uh, All right. I mean, that... 
that really that mega sucks. <laughs> like why <laughs> why do dogs like you that much? <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know. Maybe they're just always terrified. That, that's kind of weird, sister. But if they're terrified, why are they aiming towards her? Maybe they're sitting on her, then just get really scared of her and pee on her. That's what I hope that is. <laughs> that that is weird. Maybe maybe their peeing on her is like a preemptive thing. Like if 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 they do that, then that'll kind of discourage her from trying to hug them, and they won't have to snub her. Right? It's oh. just trying to cut out the middleman there. That is a good point. I, I do like the ver the, the the verbiage here of porta potted. Good good, good work, <laughs> the new today. I like it. I guess that is, not, I guess that's true. My sister is portable. Good point. Good point. Touche. And uh, portable handhelds. Yep, they're pretty good. I've got one. It's great. I've got. Although one. I've never used headphones. And the top screen is falling off. Oh no! That's the most important screen. <laughs> it is. So I, I have to like hold it in place. Just so it won't tip over and like rip the cord or something. I don't know. I, I need to get one of those new 3DL 3DS XLs. Mm, yes, that that hot new item that dropped like a month ago. Yeah, I need to get one of those to replace this one. Shameless confession: I have never owned a handheld gaming device. What? Not even yeah. a Game Boy. I, I did not have the original Game Boy or a PSP or DS. I my nephew had a Game Boy Advance that I played with every now and then, but that was the extent of it. Yeah, I've got straight. Uh, I think all Nintendo handheld. Well, I didn't have all the handhelds, but I only went Nintendo. I had the Game Boy. I had an accessory for the Game Boy that both magnified and lit up the screen. Because back then. They oh were yeah, I, I remember Cool Kids had that. Yeah, it was awesome. <laughs> I needed it. I might have had that on there before I knew that my vision was bad. Which I got those in last second grade, so maybe I, that's why I need that magnifying. Yeah, maybe maybe that made your vision worse. <laughs> yeah. I had that. I had I think uh, Game Boy Pocket and Color. I had the Advance. I didn't get the I think the SP, the first backlit one. I didn't get that one. But then I got the DS, and now the uh, DS X or the 3DS XL. And now I need the new 3DS XL. Did you get the Game Boy Advance Micro, the too small to be functional handheld? I never had that one. Oh, okay. Kind of ridiculous. <clears throat> so that concludes our feedback this week. So if you'd like to be heard on the show, send us an email, give us a phone call, send a voicemail, uh, follow us on, zip us on ZimZam, right? Is that the zap one? That's, on... that's totally a thing. Yeah, zap us yes. on ZimZam. Uh, be, uh, send, send, be in best, uh, send in your best accidents about biking. Yeah. Since we all have them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no. Yeah. Everyone else has one. Let's make that the homework of the week. Uh, yeah, right. Send in your best biking accident story. H O T W. H O T W. Yeah, there we go. H yeah. <laughs> all right, guess we're good to go now. All right. Well, we have come to the end of yet another episode of Happy Cast. I would like to once again thank our fabulous guest, the Wootnator. Woot, it's been a pleasure. Oh, the pleasure is all mine. Thank you for asking me to come on. It's it's always fun to catch up with you guys, and uh, I, I really appreciate it. That was so PR of me. <laughs> 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 but I really do. This was a lot of fun. 
It was a terrible I, I, time. I, I hated it the whole time. Everyone's terrible. Never again. That's, that was so Francis of you. <laughs> <laughs> I hate everything. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. So we should have you back on sometime. I, I would be 100% down for that. Excellent. Well, until then, this has been Happy Cast. We'll catch you next week. Uh, sign off, right? This is Lost Unlocked. No, sorry. <laughs> Having Chris on last week really threw off the whole rhythm of uh, signing off. <clears throat> so, that's the end of the show. Until next week, remember, keep happy. Keep happy. All right, hey guys, I think that went really well. I think that was a pretty good show. Yeah, yeah. just, just yeah. like last two. Well, I mean, I guess aside from the obvious. I mean, yeah, how, do we, how do we burn this place down? Like, how did that happen? Maybe uh, when Brian spit hot fire ants. My spit fire with my mad raps. Yeah. yeah, that could be it. Oh no, the fire ants. That could have been it. I don't know. Um, could have been all those scented candles you lit, Ben. I mean, they did really. In, enhance the atmosphere of the recording studio, but uh, up the smell of the cookies. The, the Mountain Dew didn't help either. Who knew that was an accelerant? Oh yeah, I I know I didn't. Well, now, now that you've completed your your training, you you can be officially initiated in. So t- take this. All Dorito. right. Yeah, take this Dorito. It represents the body of Brosif, and then dip it in this chalice full of Mountain Dew. There's no open flames, right? Not anymore. Okay, okay, we're good. We're good. They're gone. <laughs> this is unacceptable, so I'm shutting this eternity down. Go west and clear your heads. Oh, oh no! no. Wow.